in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the CEO Rater Podcast. It's your host, John Mayetta. If you enjoy the podcast, subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you consume your podcast content. Elon, Elon, Elon Musk. So last week, Musk tweeted a tweet that mocked the SEC settlement that he agreed to, whereby he has to step down as chairman for three years. And as I said previously, just weak, weak punishment by the SEC. Should have removed them. I'm sure they had a difficult time proving that his tweet from August 7th was intentional fraud, although it had all the marks of fraud, all the marks of a short squeeze. I'm sure they felt pressure with regard to were they to remove him, what would that mean for, for Tesla? And I think they ought to. You know, typically, I would side with the founder CEO, particularly with technology companies, and, and Tesla is an, an auto tech company. All these auto, auto companies are becoming technology companies, frankly. The drivetrains are basically software engines. When you factor an EV, hydrogen, autonomous driving they're, they're truly technology companies so typically i would i would side with with the founder ceo particularly when it's a, a technology company in question but in this case what, what tesla needs is a a stabilizing force an operations focused ceo you know former ford ceo alan Mullally would be would be perfect although he's retired he's in his early 70s i doubt he would want to come back and, and run the day-to-day at any company so musk remains ceo now the company needs to find a chairman. Well, Malali, I think, would be an, an outstanding chairman. But here's the problem. You've got a, a founder CEO who's going to remain as CEO. I don't know what Musk's holdings are off the top of my head. But point being, he's, he's, Musk is going to have influence at the company. So if you're one of the better qualified potential board candidates, chairman candidates, do you really want to put up with all the drama that is Tesla? Do you want to babysit Musk? Do you want to deal with a company that's burning cash? Do you want to deal with a company that it's not clear they could achieve break even? I've seen estimates out there at 8,000 plus Model 3 units or whatever is, you know, the company theoretically achieves break even. Problem is every time there's a, a new production threshold, there's a new problem. What was it in this most recent one? A couple of weeks ago, Tesla was, was building their own trailer trucks to, to make deliveries. It's just not clear that they'll ever achieve break even. And there's going to be a lot of noise before that happens. There's going to have to be an equity raise in order to um, meet debt payments to, to keep a sufficient level of operating cash. So who, who wants all that drama in their life? And so as a result, what you get is you don't get the cream of the crop in terms of chairman candidates. You get those who are looking for a job, like James Murdoch at, at Fox. So when that deal closes, when Disney closes the Fox deal, Murdoch's out of a job. Guess who wants a job? Now, Murdoch sits on Tesla's board. Musk has tweeted that, you know, Murdoch's not the, the lead candidate. It's been leaked, likely, by Murdoch that Murdoch is the lead, the lead candidate. So already you have board drama. And this is what happened when you have what we call on the street a problem child company. You can't attract quality people. You've had a number of quality senior execs leave in droves, particularly this year, in 2018. And now you think you're going to attract a quality board chair? It's not going to happen. The boards are either friends of Elon or, or family members. Who's going to want to sit on that board? Who in their right mind is going to want to sit on that board? So it's going to be interesting watching all this play out. The SEC didn't want to do its job. They, they hit Elon with kid gloves. That drama's over. Thursday of this week, they sort of agreed to abide by the settlement, they being Musk and, and the SEC. Uh, the SEC sort of raised an eyebrow, and Musk put out that tweet a couple weeks ago where he suggested that, uh, or didn't suggest, he stated that the SEC was in the business of supporting short sellers, and the SEC didn't appreciate that. 
I thought maybe, hey, this will jeopardize the settlement. Settlement, and maybe they, they being the SEC, maybe they, they will uh, assign the type of settlement that Musk deserves. Maybe they will give him, he and the company, due punishment. But they agreed to abide by the original settlement, so that's not going to happen. So at the end of the day, the SEC is essentially being rendered toothless. But maybe there'll be poetic justice in that Musk is going to get what he deserves. In that company is going to struggle to break even. Company is going to need to raise cat raise cash. That's going to further hammer the stock. Meanwhile, he's he has drama on the board. He's not going to be able to find any quality uh, chair candidates. He's going to be stuck with clowns like James Murdoch, and the match will be made in heaven. And these and these two can can make each other miserable for the foreseeable future. And that will be just due. That's all for now. See you next time.